And it's true in marriage too, that sometimes we get to a point within our marriage where we think, I don't know where we need to go, but we can't stay here. And it can be a very scary and vulnerable time to approach your spouse and say, hey, we need to have a conversation about what's happening here because it's, it's not good. But not having that conversation, staying stuck in that place that you just know you're not supposed to be, is going to be dangerous for your marriage, for your relationship, because you may eventually start looking outside of your marriage for happiness and joy instead of having the courage to address the situation that you're in. Welcome back to another episode of Enough. I'm going to start off with a few questions for my friend Didi here. So if I said to you right now, Didi, pack your bags because you and I are heading out tomorrow morning to, and then I let you fill in the blank, where would you pick? I have always wanted to go to Italy, and I know you had a really great trip there. We would have a lot of fun there, so that's where I would that's where I would say I want to go to. Is that my Christmas present? <laughs> oh my gosh, I would love to go. I'd love to say that or right now. Or my birthday now. present. Okay, second question. What is a scent that can take you to another place or time in your life? Oh, it's either Hawaiian Tropic or Banana Boat sunscreen. The suntan oil. I love that. It immediately takes me back to being on a boat in crystal clear blue water, the sun, that is my happy place. So that would be a scent that I just love. Mm -hmm. And your last question is, do you prefer baths or showers? Mm. Well, I take a shower almost every night, but I don't take baths very often unless I want to do a soak. So like an Epsom salt soak or something So what do you put in? If you're going to do a soak, what would you add to... I love the coconut lime Epsom salt. Have you ever had that? No. It's fantastic. I love it. After we do long runs sometimes, I look forward to getting into a hot bath with that. It's good. I just love these little tips that you pass on to me because I'm going to be looking for that right away. Awesome. It smells amazing. Apparently coconut is my smell because I think that's the smell in the suntan oil too. Yeah. It makes you happy. It does. All right. Okay, so I'm bringing the topic this week, and it's very relevant with this time of year when people are setting goals and they have ambitions of things they want to achieve. And it's a different way of looking at it because usually we set a goal of something we want to achieve. So something we're striving for, moving forward to. But sometimes we don't know exactly where we need to go. We just know we can't stay where we are. And the, it came up during a conversation we were having, I was having this week about Abraham in the Bible. And when God called Abraham and Sarah, his wife, and told them to leave the fam- their family, leave where they were living, and to go to a land that he would show them. 
in a week into this journey that Abraham is making, if you had asked him, Abraham, where are you going? He would say, I don't know where I'm going. I just know where I couldn't stay. Mm. And that resonated with me. It made me think about how powerful that is and how stepping out into the unknown just because we know we can't stay where we are, but we're not sure where we're going, that that is such a huge step of faith. And I was, I wanted to bring that up and talk about that being the catalyst for change in our life. And if you ever had a time where you had to step out and not know where you were going, just where you couldn't stay. Yeah. Yeah, we, years ago, so that would, my oldest, who's now 19, she was probably two and a half, and I was nine months pregnant with my second daughter. My husband was working on his family farm, and after he had graduated college, that had always been the path that he planned to take. He'd been, he graduated college, he'd been home for five years working on the farm. I married a farmer. That was that was like part of our little perfect picture plan that we had mm-hmm. was I was going to be the perfect farmer's wife, which that is that that's hilarious because perfect farmer's wives would like bake some homemade food and deliver it to the combine and I would go pick up a pizza and drop it <laughs> off. So I didn't I didn't have that in me, but it still was going to be a part of who we were and it, it wasn't working. Um, ben was home farming with his father and his brother and his uncle um, who he loved very much and they loved him but the whole picture and personalities and goals and the the energy that Ben had inside of him was just not it wasn't it wasn't serving him well to stay there Mm -hmm. and it was hard for him to come to that realization but when he finally did we had to make a change we knew that we couldn't stay there anymore, mm-hmm. but what do you do? I mean, that was all we knew and all we planned for the yeah. rest of our life. And so we decided to leave the farm. And that took us to a new town. Um, there was even a time that I gave, I gave birth to my second, Elena, and then Ben had to start work. I don't know if it was like a week later and he moved and we didn't have a place to move, oh, so he was wow. living in a hotel. So I was left with these two little girls. I knew that it was going to be okay. There was, there was, I was excited because Mm -hmm. I knew that wherever we were going to go, we were going to do it together and it was going to be okay. And if one decision didn't work out, we knew that God is good and that, that we would just keep trying to pursue the right path for ourselves. It would take us somewhere, Mm -hmm. but we didn't know where that was going to be. And it took us all over the place, really. I mean, now we're in South Carolina. We're 800 miles away from where we both were born and raised. And I couldn't have written a better story of relationships that were formed along the way, growth that Ben and I've had since we were able to take on these obstacles in life together. And it was, we had nobody else but ourselves to count on Mm -hmm. as we were moving forward together. So... I, I, as soon as you started saying that, I just started thinking, yeah, I remember I had, we had no clue how things were going to look. It was polar opposite from the plan that we originally had for ourselves, but we just knew that we couldn't stay there. And imagine if you had stayed there 
and waited until you had all the answers, all the details figured out, you probably would have never left. We would have never left. I know, I know that we wouldn't have left. Mm-hmm. And it was hard leaving. I mean, there were people, our family wasn't very happy with us because they, they loved us so much. They wanted us near. We were taking the grandchildren away. Mm-hmm. Um, it was disrupting, you know, business on the farm. It was, it was tough leaving. Mm-hmm. And if we would have tried to make it easier, if we would have tried to mend every, find an answer to every single thing in order to make it comfortable for us to leave, we wouldn't have left. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't imagine how different our lives would be. Ben and I would be different people. And I'm not saying that he, I mean, he misses working with his family. I mean, yeah. so I'm not saying that it would have ended up bad, but it certainly would have been very different than the way it looks right now. And I am, I have so much gratitude for the life that we're living now and the people that we have in our life. Um, I wouldn't know you. No, can that you would imagine? Be so sad. It would be. There, there's so many special, special things in my life. I could just start if I could just start peeling back the things that if we wouldn't have just been obedient Mm -hmm. to what we felt we were being called to do, I could go through and just look up all the blessings that have happened in these several years that I'm not saying it would have been bad, but it definitely wouldn't have been different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think this is so relevant too during this time where people are setting goals because your experience was a lot like Abraham's where you had to leave a physical space. Mm -hmm. But what about people who are just in a relationship and they're like, okay, we can't stay here. It doesn't mean that you have to split up, but it's saying we can't stay where we are. This is not good. And I think there's a danger that comes when you don't realize, I don't know what the next steps forward are, but we just can't stay here. Like if you don't have the courage to take that step of, we'll see where this takes us, then you're gonna end up in a bad place in that relationship. And instead of looking at that person you're committed to, you could start looking for an easy way out. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think paralysis is so, much it is more dangerous than movement you know mm-hmm. if you are because let's be honest ben and i could have left and the very first job he took it could have been a hot mess like it could have mm-hmm. been terrible i mean so we never knew that things were going to go well and we've had places that we've lived that have been better than others mm-hmm. but paralysis staying in that place where you know that you can't stay there, mm-hmm. but choosing to stay there anyway. Um, and why do you choose to stay there? Because it's comfortable. It's more comfortable than taking that step of faith because that's scary. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many reasons people stay where they're at. You know, fear of failure, mm-hmm. fear of success, which is a really mm-hmm. interesting one because you wouldn't think it's a thing. Right. But... Fear of success keeps a lot of people in paralysis. Like if I finally get what I want, then where do I go from there? I won't even know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. What, 
what will people think then? So fear of failure, fear of success, the addiction to disappointment mm-hmm. keeps you in that place of paralysis. And the thing about movement, sometimes you go the wrong direction, but you get a little lesson there and a little lesson here so that you, that, that's where growth happens. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you screw up, it doesn't work out well, or maybe you didn't screw up, but this, the scenario just doesn't play out the way you want. But then you get to grow from that being like, what, what went good? What went bad? What are we not going to do again? How do we continue to move forward? There's mm-hmm. still forward movement with that. But yeah, I, I think that not doing anything, that's where the danger is. Yeah, absolutely. And feeling like you have to have all the answers before you move forward. If you say, okay, I have a health goal. I want to lose weight. Get back in shape. That's always a, a New Year's resolution, it seems like. Well, if you say, okay, uh, like you're talking about analysis by, or paralysis by analysis, like you have to look at all the different gyms and compare them, and then all the different diet programs and compare them, and all the, now you have to buy new workout clothes, and all the stuff, whenever you just need to say, okay, I just need to start moving. Maybe I need to start going for a walk. But getting that movement in, just going instead of staying in that place of I know I can't stay here is unhealthy for me but I'm afraid to step out I'm afraid I'm going to be judged if I go into this workout place or I'm I'm afraid I'm going to fail and waste my money if I start this program it's that I have to step out and sometimes that first step gives you the the view of where you go next and where you go next. And I think we don't value that step enough. Mm-hmm. It, well, one of the things I was thinking about, we did a podcast, I don't even know how many episodes ago, about adapting and adjusting. Mm-hmm. And that also takes forward, forward movement. So if you use the example of somebody on a health journey, they know that they need to do something. They just can't stay here anymore. Mm-hmm. And then they try one thing. And it isn't their thing. Mm-hmm. It just, it doesn't work for their lifestyle, they, they're not feeling the progress, maybe they're, it's not their thing. Right. So then you're in a position of choosing again, do you stay in paralysis or do you adapt and adjust and, and try something different? I mean, I can't tell you as I kind of took control of my health almost six years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was about six years ago um, on New Year's Day that I was like, I can't stay here anymore. And I've tried a number of different things. I mean, I have a basis of the way that I believe I need to care for my body, but I change things up all the time. There are times that I have, and some of it's for entertainment, to be totally mm-hmm. honest, to try something yeah. new. You know, I, I've done macro counting. I, I kind of love it. It's like mm-hmm. a little fun game. It's very interesting. You learn about the food you eat. Um, I've, I'm now spending time in in focusing on plant-based eating. I've had time that I've went, you know, super high protein, low carbs. I've had times that I, you know, it's just so interesting. Like I've tried different things and I've found things that work for me and I've found things that don't. But I tell you what I've never done is thrown in my hat because Mm -hmm. that is not an option for me. 
What it is for me is I have to adapt and adjust if it doesn't work. Yes. But that still means forward movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what about in a career? Mm-hmm. What do you do in that? Because that gets tricky. You feel like, okay, this is not where I need to stay anymore, but I don't have anything lined up. What advice would you give people in that scenario? I would start asking the questions of what do you love to do? Because again, when somebody is showing up and where they love and something they love to do, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden opportunity looks, it's op- it opens the door for them if mm-hmm. they can find things that bring them joy. You know, there's a lot of times that women get to a point where they've spent so much time raising kids and then they come to the point where they want to do something for themselves and they have to address, does that mean taking some classes again? You know, Mm -hmm. does it mean um, looking for something that works into school hours just to get out there? Or do you want a career? Do you really want to dig into something and it become not just a job to get you out and get you socialized, but a career path? Mm -hmm. Career paths, okay, so my stepmother is a perfect example of somebody that I've been able to watch her, and then I have this example for my girls too, and my son. I, I'm going I'm to totally screw up how old she was, but I can't remember. But somewhere in her early, her mid-30s, she was a hair salon owner, had a very successful business, had a successful employees under her, so she wasn't the only successful person working in the hair salon. And she decided that she wanted to go back to school. So she went back and she got her bachelor's and then she got her master's Mm -hmm. and she got hired to, I think it, I think what happened is she got hired on one of the community colleges in town to teach an economics, like help out in an economics course, teach I I don't know if she was an adjunct professor. I don't know how that all went down, but it just, it lit her up. Like she, Mm -hmm. she started like her desire to know more, her desire to do more And then she went back and she got her doctorate. And then she became a dean. First she was a grant writer and then she was a dean. Then then she was a vice president and then she was a president of a college. So she went from owning a very successful salon, which she could have retired out and probably financially done very well with. Mm -hmm. But she had something in her that felt like she, there was more. There was more, not that what she was doing wasn't, a a great career and satisfactory, but she had something inside of her that was calling her to do something different. And then she went for it. So, I mean, she went to school throughout her thirties and into her forties. Now she did not have children at home. Um, so that, you know, we we all have to think of all these different, um, keeping ourselves in alignment so we don't stress ourselves out. Right. But yet I, if somebody said to me, I'm too old to change my career, I'll be like, don't even. Like, right. I watched her go to school into her 40s and get her doctorate and become a president of a college in her 50s. Mm-hmm. And now she's 60 and she is president of an amazing college in Iowa. And she has over 19,000 students at the school. Like, that is amazing. Yeah. So. And think about if you had gone to her when she was the salon owner and said, okay, you're going to be the president of this college. That would have been overwhelming. She would have missed out on the joy in her journey to get there because she would have been focused on 
oh my goodness, I'm going to be a president of this college. What do I need to do to be president of this college? Instead of allowing all the different decisions along the journey to prepare her for what was down the road. And, and I, learning from, don't, I, I, I'm sure if we, she was sitting here with us, it would, I know that it was rough. Like going mm-hmm. to school was rough at times. She was working full time, balancing a full load. Like it was rough. Yeah. But I could say to her, well, I mean, you ended up on top. So surely you didn't have any mistakes or you didn't have any bumps and bruises along the way. And she would probably just laugh at us. Well, was, you know she would. Yes, it was full. It was full of obstacles. Yeah. It was full. There was letdowns. And I'm sure she wanted to throw in her hat a number of times. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how many. It might even been weekly in certain like semesters yeah. of her yeah. life. But she just kept adapting and adjusting. Like, you right. know, and, mm-hmm. and making it work and figuring it out in order to go onto this path that she felt called to go onto. And no, she never even knew when she started I don't know that she even knew when she started her doctorate that what she wanted was to be a college president. It's just yeah. that was where that was where God opened doors for her. And that's where her growth was too. Mm-hmm. In the adapting and adjusting, you learn to grow in that and gain new skills. And I think we so often miss out on the beauty of the journey because it's kind of become cliche, like enjoy the journey. But it's so true because if you're always focused on the end goal, then then you will miss out on the beauty that's along the journey. The things that are shaping you to get to that goal, which isn't really the end goal. It's only the next vantage point to see where you want to go to next, you know. But so often we set that goal as this is the goal. This is... The point, this is the thing I want to obtain. But that's not the end. It's just the next launching point. Mm-hmm. So You know, another story that makes me think about, which I think is super beautiful, is I've had a couple people in my life that have cared for aging parents in their home mm-hmm. up until their last breath. Oh. And I've had beautiful testimonies on... Because certainly when they decide to take on that responsibility, you don't know, you don't know what you're, you're getting into. Like you, it's kind of like having a baby. Yeah. You, where you think you know what it's going to be like. And but you don't, you don't know what it's going right? to be like. But for the, the couple people in my life that have, that I've been able to really sit down and hear the stories from, although there were so many rough points along the way and it was hard, mm-hmm. there, these, these two people who have openly given testimonies there's all these little beautiful moments along the way mm-hmm. that afterwards, after they get a chance to grieve and, and mm-hmm. have their moment of taking a breath too, yeah. as much as they're just grieving, there's also a balance of relief because it is such a hard time that you get to, when you hear about the little stories along the way, that those are, they didn't know that was going to, that these gifts and these learning lessons were going to happen throughout. They could have never picked that journey. Actually, if they would have known how hard it was, they may not even chose that journey for their life. Mm -hmm. But yet, the story has so much beauty woven in there that they wouldn't change it afterwards. Isn't that so true of so many of your experiences in life? Yeah. 
I thought that was just such an interesting vantage point to thinking about moving forward, taking that leap of faith out of you don't have to know exactly where you're going to end up. But when the Lord is calling you to move, just take that first step. And when you take that first step, then you'll be able to see another step and a next step. And sometimes you don't know. You you cannot see very far down that path. Mm-hmm. But when you do it, really amazing things are going to come into your life, just like you're talking about, mm-hmm. that you could not have imagined. So I don't know where I'm going, but I just know that I can't stay here. I can't stay here. If you would like to learn more about our podcast and what content is available or look into our coaching business, please go to www.liveyourdesign.life. See you next year. We are so grateful for all of our listeners and what this podcast is doing in our lives and doing in the lives of countless others. We love the conversations that are being sparked, the topics that are being discussed that have been taboo or discounted as being of importance but we wanted to tell you how grateful we are for you joining us coming with us on this journey this year and we are really looking forward to all that 2021 has in store for us and we would love for you to leave a comment and subscribe pass along these podcasts to other people who need it need to hear this this is why we're doing this we want to build a community of women who feel supported and heard and valued. And so if you can take a moment, leave us a comment, even drop us a line of what you would like to hear us talk about and hit the subscribe button. It would mean so much to both of us. So from Didi and myself, we wish you a happy new year and we look forward to the success and the joys that are going to come in 2021. Happy New Year.